Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Brianna, a registered dietitian who is passionate about sharing nutrition information a bit at a time. I really enjoyed my conversation with Bri today because she has the best approach to nutrition and working with her clients. I kind of still find myself guilty of trying to share a lot of information at one time with my clients. And from now on, I'm going to try to channel my inner Brie. Brie is very passionate about helping people along their wellness journey, one step at a time, and shares a lot of great wisdom throughout our conversation when it comes to life and our profession. Please enjoy my conversation with Brie. I'm excited to talk to you today. I know that we've been kind of following each other on social media a little bit, and I know you've had some exciting things kind of changing and going in different directions for you, but I want to kind of get down to learn more about you and how you got started in nutrition and wellness and dietetics. So take me back to when you kind of had that calling. Oh, well, you know, I actually didn't start in nutrition or wasn't even on my radar. Uh, Growing up, I wanted to be a teacher. And when college actually came around, I wanted to go into psychology. Um, It just didn't seem right at the time. And I kind of switched back to teaching. And then I switched back to psychology. And then I ended up taking a little break because I just could not figure it out. And one day I was kind of scrolling online trying to figure out some health and nutrition questions for myself and then for members of my family and, and everything. And I stumbled upon nutrition and I just thought, wow, this is a degree. Cool. And then still no sign of a dietitian on any, you know, platform that I was on. And as I kept diving deeper and deeper into what a career could look like, I was thinking, wow, this looks, this sounds fantastic. So what do I got to do? And stumbled into uh, being a dietitian and finally signed up at the community college the next day to take the rest of the prereqs that I needed and stumbled upon my way through. Um, I did a distance didactic program through the University of Alabama. So that helped me out a lot. Um, so that I could stay in San Diego, but keep my career moving. And then I did a distance internship as well. So I was fortunate enough to be able to stay in San Diego with my husband and not have to uh, move around a lot. <laughs> oh, that's so nice because yeah. I, that's hard for some, um, you know, professionals that are going through the internship and didactic program if they have to leave. Yeah. So the distance thing is a great thing for people. Right. Um, A lot of people still ask like, oh, you know, if I became a, when I became a dietitian and kind of going through like, you know, where'd you go to school and this and that. And I always tell them that I did a distance program and they're always so shocked. They don't know that they offer them. Um, And I didn't either until I looked on the website um, and, you know, they kind of give you an idea of where you can go to school or what are approved programs and whatnot. And there was only like three at the time, but I think more and more are coming out with the ability to be able to do it. And it's just so convenient. You know, you don't have to pass up on a a dream or a a dream job anymore because you can't move somewhere or something like that. It's just available now, which is fantastic. I had 
I'm glad you said that because I had a, there was a person in my internship. She was newly married and she moved from Arkansas to Iowa for just the six months of the internship. Oh my goodness. You know, it's like having to get an apartment and having to get a place to stay and she didn't know anybody. I mean, it was really difficult. (laughs) Right. I mean, I'm kind of a homebody in itself or like, you know, on my own. So the thought of, I did have to go for one rotation. Um, I had to move in with my family where we're originally from, um, for a couple of weeks, but I, I couldn't imagine doing my entire internship, um, somewhere else, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that you mentioned that you were in college and you were kind of bouncing between you know, a couple different degrees and that you just decided to take time off. Do you feel like that was the best thing that you did during your kind of collegiate years just to kind of refocus? Um, you know, yes and no. I think it's a, there it's, there's both sides to it. No, in the sense that I think I got a little comfortable and took a little more time off than I um, (laughs) intended to. But the second part is yes, because I, I knew what, what I love about being a dietitian and the field of nutrition in general is that I do feel like I get to marry the two things that I originally started with um, in psychology and teaching and that with nutrition, I can educate and I can also help people um, become healthier. And, and so I can, I can do two things that I love with the information that I love to put out. So it allowed me the opportunity to be able to find um, something that I was very passionate about. And I mean, so in that way, it is good because at, you know, 18, right after high school, I didn't know. And what Mm -hmm. I wanted to do, I just had an idea of what I thought I liked or maybe even what um, somebody told me I would be good at. But instead of, you know, something that I was really passionate about. So I do think it's important to be able to... uh, if, if you don't know, it's, it is okay to take a little bit of time. I mean, time goes by so fast, but at the same time, finding the thing that you're passionate about is, is very important, you know, and it it's is. okay to take a little bit of that time. There's, there's always time to make a change, you know, or is that's how I oh, saw it. And sure. it ended up working out for me. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think, I think that can apply to even like while you're in your career, you know, if you're right. working in a career or an aspect of your career that you don't really love, or you're just not, you know, you're not invested in, it's okay to take time off. Right. It is. It's definitely okay to be able to explore, explore other options. Um, and even within your same field, I mean, you know, in nutrition in particular, there's, you know, you can go clinical, you can go community, you can go more social media, you can do corporate, you know, look, there's so education. I mean, so many different Mm -hmm. things that you can do. So if you're not happy in one, it's okay to dabble in another and, and really find where you're going to be the best service to others and what's really going to make you shine in that part. Um, because if, you know, I firmly believe if you're not happy or you're not shining, you know, through in what you do, then how can you possibly help anybody else? Oh, I a hundred percent agree with you on that because (laughs) you just can't. And I think, like you said too, like you can marry so many different parts of passions that you like. So then you are helping everybody as efficiently and as best as possible. Right. 
And you, and I think teaching and psychology totally all encompasses nutrition. So you hit the nail on the head when you're doing all three, basically, as a dietitian, you're educating, you're helping them with other emotional kind of issues that they have surrounding their nutrition. So you kind of, I think you kind of found it. Right. I mean, you're really not limited. I mean, yeah, there are some things that, of course, I'm not an expert in and that, you know, my knowledge might not be the, you know, the best in, but it's enough to be able to, there's enough information, there's enough of this aspect of just feeling well and feeling like yourself. And at the root of that is usually nutrition. And that just changes so many things. So if I can help with the root and then be a part of, or be on your team throughout the process, um, you know, that that's been my goal since high school. I mean, I knew I wanted to do something along that line. So being able to do it in this career path, um, you see just amazing. And I wouldn't even say results. You just see amazing people finding out that they're amazing. Oh, see, and I like being on their team. I think that's a great perspective too for working with people. Like you're not there to tell them, you're just there to help them, to coach them, to be on their team. Right. I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's times where you're asked and if you, you know, want to know, you know, my official answer, there may be some no's in there. There may be some yeses, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, I'm not here to tell you what's good, what's bad, what's, you know, you can, or you can't have, or those kind of things. I'm here just to make it easier um, and support and help you still reach your goals, no matter what the choices may be. That's great. That is so great. So tell me, so how did you kind of transition then out of your internship? Did you start working at a job or how did you, what was kind of the first steps for you professionally? Um, right out of the internship, I took um, maybe the next month-ish continuing to just study, study, study for the exam. Um, and I think <laughs> yeah. that was, if you have the opportunity to study like it's your job for this exam, I highly recommend it. I know that some people may not, um, but I definitely think it's a good idea. Um, so I did that. And then after taking my exam and and getting my RD, um, I put out some feelers and it was a little scary at first because it just didn't seem as though many people were hiring. Um, but I got a couple interviews and I ended up working a couple part-time jobs to make one full-time job. Um, so I partnered with another RD and I helped make some meal plans and kind of, um, work under her. And then I also worked at a bariatric surgery, um, um, facility. And so I was the RD there. Uh, they just needed somebody part-time and part of their, the, process to be able to get the surgery is that you do have to meet with an RD for, uh, pending, pending the program three to six months. Um, so I helped out there and then I also worked actually for the, where I did my internship is also an RD consulting company and they happen to have a job open up in San Diego part-time, um, for a clinical rotation at a couple, uh, locations. So I did that. So I drove a lot. But I made it work. Um, was it exhausting? It was. Was it exhausting kind of going through? Yeah, I yeah. would think so. It was. I mean, there's a lot of time management that I learned as well because multiple part-times you have to 
bring together to one full time. So you have, you know, your 40 ish hour weeks and you can only go to certain places at certain times. So squeezing everything in. But uh, to be honest, it was a really good experience because I got to put everything that I had just learned into practice on my own. And on top of that, I got to figure out what areas, because I did so many different things at that time, what areas I really did enjoy and what areas I really didn't. So I knew where to kind of focus my efforts for um, a full-time job, you know, when it came around. Yeah, I would say that that, do you kind of feel like in the beginning, I don't know, I kind of felt like that too in the beginning as an RD, that you do kind of have to maybe consider some part-time a couple part-time positions because maybe that full-time position isn't out there. And I think that's kind of hard for some dietitians to wrap their head around. Oh, 100%. I agree. Um, I definitely think it's not, I wouldn't pass it up. Let's put it that way because I know that it's important. And for me, it was important to come out and get a full-time job just to mm-hmm. um, support my family. Um, you know, my husband and I were actually in school at the very same time. So it was really sometimes difficult to, to make everything work at the time, but you know, we did. And so my goal coming out was I want a full-time job because he was still in school. So I can take care of us. I can get some health insurance and I can, you know, (laughs) make sure we're thriving here, but you know, it just didn't work out that way. But had I not taken any of those positions, I would have had zero experience to continue to put on my resume and to continue to be passed up. Um, and I know that there are other even states or cities that may not have this problem of having a lot of dietitians, but San Diego, because we do have, you know, I did my pro my internship distance, but there are three um, internships here that are quite hard to get into just because they have limited availability, but they, there are some here. So a lot of dietitians do stay here and get funneled in from that. So taking that into consideration, pending where you live, I mean, I wouldn't pass up an opportunity to grow your your skill set and to be able to say that you have hands-on experience outside of your internship because internship does give you that, but not necessarily, you know, on your own, full-fledged kind of, Yeah, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> and, and they do look for that. I mean, I... I always, I mean, I even applied for jobs that asked for more, more experience than I had and I got interviews. So, I mean, it's not to say that they're not there, but I I just don't close, you know, don't close any doors and just, you know, and set yourself up for, for failure from there. I definitely would recommend um, taking some opportunities, knowing that it's not going to be the end, you know? So true. So what did you find out that you liked and that you didn't like? You know, I found out originally, I thought that I was going to really like clinical because the one of the, an RD that I met prior to getting into my internship, um, that kind of mentored me a little bit before loved it so much and, you know, (laughs) kind of hyped it up with me. And I was like, you know what? I am going to like that, but turns out it's not my style. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't mind. I mean, I love, um, the patients. I love, you know, I do like the atmosphere and kind of thing, but it, I just didn't feel like I was making enough of the impact that I, I really wanted to. Um, so for me, clinical didn't work out. And it's really funny. One of my good friends that I went to the internship with too, uh, loves it. So 
this, this switch worked out for, for us, Perfect. but I really like, yeah. yeah. Um, I really like a little bit more of the social aspect. I want to, I enjoy writing. I enjoy, I'm not very creative, you know, with like, um, I'm not like a drawer. My eye for photos isn't the best, but I, I love creating the content around it. Um, I like writing and I like putting together a lot of different things. So for me, a really social and I guess community based, um, hits home. I like to be able to, um, work with people a little bit more individually as well. And in, I guess the biggest thing would be, I really enjoy, um, prevention and trying to nip things in the bud before it turns into a full fledged problem, like in clinical, in the clinical setting. So, um, just bringing awareness, um, to a lot of things is, is where my, my joy is. (laughs) That's awesome. And that's good. Like, I think that's great that your jobs that you did do part-time helped you kind of realize that and kind of settle in a little bit more of the direction of your career. Yeah. I mean, I think every opportunity might not be, you know, what you love to do, but with every opportunity, there's a chance to learn. And, um, you know, I took that with open arms because, uh, you know, I remember (laughs) I was, you know, well, that's a a totally sidetracked story, but (laughs) that's okay. Um, with that, anyway, the, the ending of, I, I have a knack for making, um, short stories very long. So, but with, <laughs> with that, with saying that anyways, um, you don't know what you are not going to like and what you are going to like, unless you do it at least once. So for me, the opportunity was, I never wanted to say no. Um, especially in a time, you know, I, I at that point, I really didn't have an opportunity or the luxury of saying no, for example, you know, I, I needed to pay some bills that I didn't, yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, um, being a fresh dietitian, you, you do need experience and you do need to know the basics of all of those, you know, experiences too. I mean, had I not been in the clinical setting, I might not be able to do, I might not be able to answer other questions that I still get in, in different jobs and in different areas, you know? That you're working in. Yeah. Right. So how long, how long did you do the three different part-time jobs then? Um, I did all three, um, for just under a year. I think it was about 10 months. Um, I trickled one of them off at about the nine month mark. And then I stopped all of them and and took a full-time position, um, about 10 months in. Um, and I, and to be honest, there were many aspects that I loved because even though it was a very, very full schedule, I had some flexibility into how I could, you know, manage my time and add in extracurriculars. Um, you know, I also sure. started my um, passion area with my Instagram and my, um, my website isn't fully, you know, how I want it to be yet, but it's getting there. You're working on it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm working on the stuff that I really want to work on too, um, outside of that. So it allowed me time to take time for myself and focus on things that I wanted to work on too. So that was a big, um, decision to make to take a full-time position, um, knowing that I had the flexibility and more time to work on things that I wanted to too. Was the job something that really, like, really interested you? Like, it was something that you were drawn to? So you were like, hey, or was it kind of more of that financial, I need the benefits, which is totally okay, too, because I understand yeah. that. 
No, um, it was a mix of both at the time. I knew that I wanted to, you know, even with the three jobs, it was still less than, you know, what I could make at a full-time job. Um, so that was, that was an aspect of it, but not as much as I knew that this opportunity was not something I wanted to pass up because, um, you know, and, and sometimes you kind of hate saying, <laughs> saying it a little bit too, but it's also going to give me another reason I wanted to take the job too, is that it get it, the profile of my job would give me a lot of experience into the things that I really do want to do. So it ended up being mm-hmm. a job that I was unintentionally looking for, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, that's kind of exciting though. If yeah. you kind of stumbled upon something that was also going to help you with your with your other passions. Right. So it, it just made sense at the time. And then, you know, couple with, um, you know, wanting to contribute a little bit more to, to, um, my family's lifestyle, then, uh, that was also a factor, but not as much as making sure that I was going to go to my job or do something that I could wake up and do every morning too. So, I mean, I think that's, had I not been able to say yes to that, I wouldn't have done it regardless of the financial situation. Um, I mean, and I think that's that's something, yeah, that's something I learned with taking time off too and, um, taking time off from school prior and then really finding out what I wanted to do. I mean, if there's no point in, you know, I mean, sometimes you do things because you need to, but there, there's a line and you do need to draw it for yourself, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause you don't want to be that person that like cries when you go to work in the morning because you just don't want to go to work and it's not, it's not worth it anymore. No, I don't want to come home miserable. You know, uh, it's very nice to be able to, you know, leave things at the door. And when you walk into your door at home, it's a different, different realm and you're, you're content with life, you know? (laughs) Yes. Because I feel like, you know, I'm always, I would, this is what I always say. I'm like, you, need to have a good bed and you need to have a good job because you sleep so many hours in your bed and you're at your job so many hours. Yeah. So you need to invest in those things so you can have a happy life outside of those hours. Most definitely. And you know, I still, you still can take time and I'm not forgetting about my, what, you know, where my passion lies. And at some point I'd really love to work on my own company full time. And I think that's closer to being realized than I like to think, or, you know, you're always a little bit harder on yourself than, than you need to be. So, um, it's still important and it's still something there. And that's, you know, that's the goal that I'm striving to now outside of anything else I do. That's what I, I want to put a lot of my effort and time into. That's exciting. Do you, can you say what you're doing currently as your first full-time job? Um, I, don't see why not, but okay. <laughs> I might have to double check. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't have to. That's perfectly fine. I just, it's sometimes, you know, when you are kind of working on a side business too, that sometimes there might be areas that you don't want to cause conflict with your current full-time yeah, employer. So I completely are, understand that. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the downside of taking certain positions too. <laughs> um, yes, you do yeah. have to be very, um, careful with a few things, but I'm fortunate to also have, um, so a lot of flexibility and, and they understand that, you know, 
there may be conflicts of interest in that respect, but I'm a dietitian. So any, I'm a dietitian first. Any job that I do outside of this is going to be a conflict of interest. I'm in the business of wellness and helping people be better, no matter what their goal is, weight loss, weight gain. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. so no matter what it is, a dietitian is always going to be a dietitian. So it's kind of difficult to <laughs> navigate those lines, um, when you are in this industry. Um, because like I said, I can't change my, my background, um, to fit another, you know, profile or to not, you know, kind of compete. So I'm fortunate enough to where, when I did sign on, they, they did understand that. So that was good. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, and I, I agree with you. It's hard to kind of separate yourself when you are a dietitian. You're always a dietitian. It's crazy how that works. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, it is. And I mean, there's a lot of good that comes with it, but there's, uh, I guess in the, in the corporate world, maybe there's some, there's some red tape and it, but the funny stuff comes when, you know, you, we, I went out to dinner with my husband and some of his work friends and I had met them for the first time and, upon meeting me after like, Oh, it's nice to meet you. It was like, um, so you're a dietitian. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, I have so many questions. I hope you weren't, I hope you weren't, um, ready to clock out. And I was like, well, kind of <laughs> You're like, yeah, I pretty much was, but you're yeah. like, here's my card. Here's my card. You can contact me. This is my office hours. <laughs> exactly. It was just really funny. I mean, that happens all the time. I get little eyes from, my brother cracks me up the most. He'll like add sugar to iced tea. And he's like, it's artificial or like, it's, it's only a little bit. And I'm like, I'm not judging you. I'm, I'm just sitting here like drinking my tea too. (laughs) It's It's hilarious how people are all, they're either, they're either, they have questions for you or they're like, don't look at what I'm eating or don't look at what I'm drinking. You're like, I, and you're just like, Hey, that's fine. I am just, just my job sometimes. So don't worry about it. (laughs) Right. You didn't ask. I didn't say anything. And to be honest that, you know, everybody likes certain things that may or may not be deemed healthy, depending on what, gosh, depending on what you prescribe to, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's really hard to even say what's healthy and not, uh, or you, you just can't put a label on it in that sense, you know? No. That's so, so true because you're right. Because whatever you prescribe to, that's a very individual and personal thing. So right, you're not you're not there to judge. You're just there to offer advice if they ask. Right? Yes. If I'm <laughs> asked, I may answer the question. But if I'm not asked, I am there enjoying myself. <laughs> yes. There's a disclaimer. I yes. may respond. I may not. We don't know. I mean, mean, (laughs) time and place sometimes. And I'm also not going to respond if you're, you know, if you're seriously asking me, but I can tell you're enjoying it. I mean, there's no point in ruining that, you know? No. Oh, but, but, you know, and that's just mean. I mean, enjoyment, food is supposed to be enjoyment too. So don't ask questions that, you know, most of the time people know the answer to. So it's not, (laughs) (laughs) not a shocker. Yeah. I'm like, well, you kind of already know probably, but you know, we're here to enjoy ourselves, not to get into numbers. (laughs) Exactly. For restrictions or anything like that. 
Right. So tell me about, you kind of said that there, your, your kind of your passion project is your own business. Mm -hmm. So tell me more about, and it's called a bit of nutrition. Is that the name of your business? It is. I like that name. How did you come up with your name? Oh, I'm one of those people that writes lists and lists and lists. And (laughs) I was thinking of something for so long, but you know, I have to credit most of my wit to my husband. Um, he actually, kind of came up with the name as, as I was tossing out things. And I was like, stop, I love this. And I immediately went and made sure it was available on Instagram and for a website and I bought it. <laughs> you bought it's yours. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about it and, and part of it is, is I was like, you know what, I'll, you know, oftentimes a lot of people know some of the questions they ask or, you know, the information's available, but my approach is, you know, I'm, I want to just give people a little bit of information, a little bit out of the time so that you can make little changes to create healthier habits or healthier lifestyle. And so when he said that, I just thought, wow, a bit of nutrition, a bit of information, a bit of, you know, knowledge, a little bit here and there, and just really concentrating on do, on taking baby steps to achieve big results, you know? That's perfect. Yeah. That really makes a lot of sense though, like not overwhelming anyone and just giving everybody enough. Right. Enough information to kind of get started. And if you want more, then that's my goal. My goal is to be able to have the information uh, to most questions, you know, and, and I can continuously update it so that the information is there. But it's also there in a way that's not going to overwhelm you. So, you know, oftentimes when, you know, people are like, I'm going to get healthy, they start exercising you know, five days a week, they change their diet and take everything out. And before you know it, two days later, they're done. So yes, the, the goal is here. Let's do things a little differently and slow down and make changes that actually last. And when that lasts, we'll add on another one. It's such a good approach. Even I've with my own life, I've started to kind of scale back and take that approach. And it works so much better. Yeah. I mean, and it applies to different aspects of life too. It's not just nutrition or exercise or, you know, mindfulness or any aspect of of that. I mean, it it really goes into how you manage your stress levels. It really goes into um, any, any area that you want to improve, take a baby step for it. Take everything a bit out of time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I just moved actually. And you walk in and you see all the boxes and different things and it is overwhelming. But if you, we did one room at a time, we said, where do we spend the most time going to the living room? So let's set up the living room and the bed. We did need to yes, sleep. So need to sleep. <laughs> the bed was set up, but living room first, kitchen was second. And then we, you know, finished the bedroom and uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about the other bedroom. It's, it's something. <laughs> yeah. It's a work in progress, right? You're not going to exactly. stress out about it. You're just going to kind of let it be and then you'll get there at some point. Right. I mean, I guess, you know, it is, it is quite important, but there are other things that I'm, I'm tackling a little bit at a time before. So, uh, it applies to just uh, the, the thought process of, of the foundation, I suppose, of, of what I want to project out into the world is a bit out of time. So, and it starts with, and I firmly believe so much stuff stems from nutrition. So a bit of nutrition just seems fitting. I think that's great. 
So you are you seeing clients? Kind of what kind of things have you started doing with your business, and where do you kind of see it headed? Um, I do. I do see. Um, I, it's always open, so I do see um, some clients here and there, not as regularly as I would like, just because um, my time management could improve a little bit. But I do work full time, and then um, so until this until I'm afforded the opportunity for it to be full-time, I, I, I do juggle a couple different things, but I do see some, um, clients, uh, or, um, you know, I do work with a few people one-on-one. Um, I'm hoping to start a, a group session as well. And then I, I really focus on just putting quality information out as well. So that is, I would say that's what I do the most is creating a lot of content and, and information that's easily digested. Um, and then I also make sure that, uh, I work one-on-one, I guess is, is the easiest way to describe it with, with, um, people. And I haven't fine tuned that yet. I mean, some people really like meal plans and some people just want to be kind of guided in a good direction. So I kind of just, because I don't have so many at this moment in time, I am, it's actually quite nice because I can really give people the attention and the uh, interaction, the one-on-one time that they really need to be successful. But so I'm still in a learning process and learning how to juggle some of it um, and seeing what works best for, for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely that, that to make that a little bit more full-time is, is the goal. And um, that's what I'm currently kind of working on. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. And when you said something about content, I guess I thought about like, are you thinking about creating like nutrition content or maybe to get like people could purchase or, you know, like, have you heard of, have you heard of like RD marketplace where people create like handouts and things that you can use with your clients? And I guess I think about Mm -hmm. when you said that, I thought instantly, like when you were saying you like to create content. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Um, I knew, I, I don't know if it was RD Marketplace, but there's a couple um, groups that I'm a part of that kind of do share information or, or have stuff up like that. I don't quite know if it's RD Marketplace, but I'm going to have to check that out. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's called something else. I could be no, definitely wrong. I, so. um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I more meant in the sense that I think the one that I joined is called something a little different. Um, but they... Uh, but I never thought, no, the most of the content I'm creating would be for, um, people that I, I work with, work with. um, more okay. one-on-one or in group settings, but I haven't thought about dabbling into or seeing if, if other people might be able to use it at some point too. Um, so that's I'm just pretty throwing out ideas for you. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I, I love this. I don't hate it. Sometimes, you know, you get caught up in your own little bubble that you forget that there's other opportunities so yeah <laughs> um, well and i i like that idea of sharing content as dietitians in private practice whatever your private practice is because yeah. you're always looking i think there's always i was talking to a dietitian the other day and we were talking about how like dietetics really isn't sexy all the time when you give someone a handout <laughs> or so when true. you when you give them something <laughs> and they usually want to take something away with them so how can we make it like, how can we make that take home thing a little bit sexier or a little bit right. more exciting for our client? Right. And so they, I think we're all looking for that a little bit. 
Well, and you know, and some people are just way more creative than others where, you know, like I said, I, I like to create the general idea and the content and create the information that's going to be presented, but I don't necessarily know if I structure it well, um, which I'm fortunate to know and work with, um, some really creative people. So it's quite helpful. And, and my husband's actually very creative as well. So it, we kind of complement each other on that. But um, I, I think it's great, a, a great idea to kind of share and put the information out there because there are a lot of times where you just don't even think about presenting it in that way. And it, it is just so simple sometimes for anyone who reads it to follow. And I think that's important. So if somebody's doing, mm-hmm. you know, just a really stellar job already, um, it, it's just nice to, and you know, we're all on the same team. I think yes. oftentimes, sometimes you run into um, thinking there's not enough space out there, but there is, you know, there really is. And I, I we're not competing. We're just, the, I think the main goal is to make, um, make, you know, the world a little healthier, but baby steps at a time. So yes, one bit at a time, which is exactly your messaging. So I think that's great. And I think it's great that you have people in your life that help you with the creative part or help you think in a different way. They don't necessarily have to be dietitians, but the humans that you interact with on a day to day usually help to inspire your creativity or help you think differently out of the box. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes you get trapped in the thought process of because, you know, you're quote unquote, the expert, but in it, so you just get trapped in, no, I need to put this information out there. And you think it looks just completely 100% ready. And it's the best thing you've ever created. And then you have somebody read and they're like, I I just kind of don't get it. And you're like, what? I didn't, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) yeah, it's just really important to make sure and have, I think, different eyes on things and different perspectives and, you know, just to, to get that through. And I run into a lot of it too, because nutrition is my, my number one priority, but I do have my certified personal training, um, uh, certificate as well. Um, okay. and so I do like to, I'm, I'm trying to incorporate some of that into, because I mean, exercise and, you know, movement is, is also quite important, but or they complement each other very well, which is why I decided mm-hmm. to pursue that too. Um, but so, you know, f- figuring out how to marry those two things um, in a very, you know, easy way. Um, sometimes I think it's easy because, you know, I may know the content really well and I know what I want to say. So it makes sense to me, but sometimes it doesn't for everyone else. <laughs> That's so true. And I think having those, I think being a personal trainer and being a dietitian, that's like a powerhouse job because, or just a powerhouse, like two certifications and two specialties that you can really answer questions about nutrition, but you can also answer questions about physical activity, which you usually get anyways as a dietitian. I just don't like speaking to it because I'm not an expert in it. So you are, and I think that's so amazing. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. I mean, you know, some, you know, I read actually an article the other day that was talking about how, um, personal trainers or, you know, fitness instructors shouldn't be giving nutrition advice and those kind of things because they don't have the training or anything like that. And, and I agree to, to an extent. Um, it depends how in depth it's getting, you know, um, 
but like I said, the information to eat relatively healthy is there. So if that's the information you're kind of projecting, it's not really that big of a deal. But if you're trying to prescribe somebody a, you know, set meal plan and program and these kind of things, there's a lot of factors they're probably not taking into consideration, especially, you know, what worked for them may not work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they do know how to look the way they look. So, you know, they, they do know something in, in that regard. So, yeah, I mean, when you become, and, you know, sometimes as a dietitian, not everybody, but some, some do. And, um, you know, you do dabble in exercise and, and hope, you know, and live a, you know, try to do both eat well and, yeah. you know, do practice what you preach, I guess. Right. So, yes, um, with that, um, I just thought it was important because I didn't know enough to be able to help everybody like full circle. Sure. I knew that exercise was important, but what kind of exercises and how to do it in the right way. Um, so that's why I, I, I decided to do it because I, I did think at some point when I, um, for, for a company that I wanted to project or work on, I wanted to be able to say that I, I definitely could support you in both aspects or this is the the whole package. <laughs> that's awesome. Good for you. That's, that's yeah. two hard things to do. And especially like, you know, you, you're married and you have all these things going on. So I commend you for doing both. Cause that's, oh, that's some hard stuff. <laughs> You've got some good time management skills. I have to say, <laughs> Oh, you know, when you're going through it, sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but looking back, I'm like, huh, I guess I did finish that. Well, that's, you know, good job. (laughs) But yes, pat yourself on the back. Absolutely. But yeah, no, it's, um, I guess you find time and, and, you know, it kind of goes back to, I think what you mentioned before and what I kind of alluded to is that you definitely need to, on top of doing your passion, it's very important to surround yourself with quality people who bring you up. And I'm very fortunate to have married one of those people who have supported me in a lot of things. And, you know, um, the internship is unpaid and, you know, some of these things, yeah. so it is a struggle to kind of do some of these things, but I was very fortunate to have that support system so close. And then I do have, um, some wonderful brothers and sisters and, uh, my in-laws are also just amazing. And, um, I have a great network of friends and continue to meet them. And I, you know, whether or not social media becomes like the biggest thing in the world, it's, it also has connected me to, you know, I get to see people like you and, um, other people on there that just really inspire you to, to put out great content, to put out, uh, to continue doing what you're doing and to, and to love it, you know? So yes. it, it's just really helpful to have that support system to be able to continue to do everything and, and accomplish everything, you know? Yes, I agree with you. I think we, and like you said, we are on the same team, so it's good to find, you know, outside of your own personal connections, but those dietitian connections that, you know, can help inspire you and help you maybe even reach some goals that you want to achieve. So yeah, very important. I know. I kind of wonder, I kind of wonder how social media will go. I mean, it's, it could be forever. It could not be forever, but I'm really enjoying it right now as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good that comes with it. I mean, a lot of, you know, some, there's a lot of negative too, but a lot of good. And I mean, I don't know, just the, the basis is to be just kind. And if you approach 
just anything you do with kindness, I think you'll see that a lot of things are actually quite beautiful. And, and social media can can continue to be that as long as you approach it kindly. <laughs> I, that's a very... You need to make like a bumper sticker with that on there. So people... <laughs> That could be like one of your wisdom quotes because it's very true. That has to be part of your social media mantra is to be kind. Yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't cost much or take much to just be kind, you know, and you might not like everything, but how you respond and responding with kindness really matters, you know? It does. It does. Well, I'm excited Mm -hmm. for... I'm excited to kind of get to know you a little bit more and a little bit more about your passions and about your, your passion project of your business. And I will yeah. connect your um, Instagram handle on the show notes. So if people want to follow you, Bree, it's at, at a bit of nutrition, which I think is very cool. Now that I know more behind <laughs> it, I, it totally resonates with me. So that's really neat that you took that approach. Yeah. Yeah, a little, uh, little, um, sometimes you see it too in some of the names and you're like, oh, where did it come from? And once you hear it, you're like, gosh, those are just good. There's a couple of people I follow and I'm like, you are so witty. I don't, you are just <laughs> How so good at this. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> this is just on the top of your head at times. Jeez, you are just I something. Know. <laughs> I'm impressed with some of those too myself. That's funny. Right? <laughs> Well, are you ready for some hard questions? I asked you all the easy questions. Are you ready for the hard questions? Okay. Well, let's, I mean, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Share with me some of the foods that you enjoy. Um, I think you'll find, and this may be a slightly controversial and I guess it's not food per se, but I really like green drinks or juices. And I know it's not for everybody, but you know, when you're on a time crunch and you want to get some, a lot of things in, and I guess I'll say that I, I blend all of my juices. So there's some of the fiber still in there, but, um, I really like green juices and the greener, the better. Um, I don't, you don't, I don't put very many fruits or anything in, in most of mine. So I really like that. Um, I am a sucker for Mexican food. Um, I'm half uh, Mexican or Spanish. And so, I mean, that's my, my go-to foods. And uh, one of my goals with that too, is to try to make them a little bit healthier just because it's a really like kind of carbohydrate, really lacking veggie dense cuisine. So Mm -hmm. um, it's delicious. Oh, it's so good. I mean, I will eat it every that's my go-to. I mean, I, that's what I cook the most. That's what I, we eat the most. Um, but between that and then an actual food. So I answer the question correctly. It might sound a little cliche, but if I can throw avocado on anything, I will. You will. Well, you live in San Diego, so you all you yeah. have great avocados. I mean, so. They're just so good. And I, I will never say no. You'd be hard pressed to find a no. I mean, I will get avocado and smoothies. I will get avocado. I just found out there's a place that does boba tea and I, I've oh, never yeah. had one, but they make an avocado one and it's delightful. Well, there, <laughs> see, you can use avocado in everything. Well, living where exactly. you do, I'm sure it's part of almost every dish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can make it in sauces. You can put it on top of yeah. just about everything. It's amazing. So avocados for the win every time. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, well, my next question is what beverages do you enjoy? So obviously you like your greens. You do make some great, you have some great suggestions for green smoothies. So I've used <gasps> quite a few of yours. So thank you for sharing oh. those. But do you have another oh, you beverage that you enjoy? <laughs> I love sparkling water. Um, it's, I will infuse it sometimes. I will get, I will purchase, you know, the essence ones or, you know, whatever. Um, I'm really big. I don't, I don't tend to do a lot of like sweetened drinks. Um, so for me, the sparkling water, I think I just like that carbonation. So I think that's Mm -hmm. a really win to satisfy any of that. So I drink, I guess on a regular basis, I drink a lot of water, a lot of coffee, a lot of juice or green drinks and a lot of green sparkling drink? water. Yeah. Those so sounds good. you're yeah. well hydrated. Between <laughs> those and coffee, coffee's a must on a day for on a day to day for me too. I I'm fortunate to tolerate caffeine well, so um it's oh, not a problem. You. <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. I would hate to be yes. one of those people that have that doesn't tolerate caffeine. It would be really hard. Yeah, I mean I do like the flavor a lot, so at some point I could probably live on just decaf, but it, because I like coffee so much. Um, and I just black coffee. It's if the beans are good enough and my husband and I roast our own beans too. So, I mean, I'm just living oh, wow. in a dream of coffee goodness. <laughs> Your house smells good all the time. I bet. I it love that. Does. Oh. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Do you have a favorite color or color? Um, yes, I gravitate towards coral a lot, um, which I forgot to say another favorite food and a reason why it's like my new icon with everything is grapefruit. I really love grapefruit, mm-hmm. um, but I also love the color so much. So <laughs> kind it of is a, a pretty coral-ish. Color. It is. I, I've, I used to grow up saying I don't like pink. Um, it might've been a thing, uh, a little of a rebellious thing, but it's, it's such a lie. I love corally pinks with, you know, <laughs> the hint of orange. So um, coral. And I really like not like to wear or anything. I do really like gold, like just gold writing, gold, those kind of things. Um, but coral is number one. <laughs> Very pretty. You, you made that, you did put grapefruit. That's your new kind of photo on your, um, Instagram yes. too. Yes. Yes. I did see that. Very yes. pretty. Uh, do you have a favorite scent or smell? Uh, coffee. It's coffee. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, hands down, if you're roasting it yourself, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, the smell, I mean, sometimes you don't even have to drink it. The smell alone is enough to wake you up. I just think it smells <laughs> so good. Um, I would have to say coffee. Um, and weirdly, I guess cilantro. I really like it. I think it mm-hmm. smells delightful and fresh. So anytime I put that in one of my smoothies too, I'm like, gosh, this is just delightful. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm one of those people that loves cilantro. I think it it just brightens up anything that you eat. It's amazing. So I know I used to not even throw it on salads, but if you do, it's just that pop of like fresh. I don't know. I don't even, it's just so good. So I like that too. (laughs) It is good. I agree with you, my dear. Mm -hmm. And then will you share with me what brings you joy? Um, what brings me joy outside of my loved ones, my, my husband and my dogs are my biggest joy. Um, what brings me joy is really putting effort into a bit of nutrition. Um, I think that's where I can 
not only put my voice because it's not necessarily what I want to say. It's what, what people need kind of in that aspect. So I feel like I'm making a really big difference whenever I work on it. Um, and I wish I could work on it a little bit more. So I think that's one of my biggest, um, joys kind of right now is, is really focusing on, on getting, um, or anything I really do with it. I really like, um, just putting out helpful information and educating, I guess that's my, my biggest thing. That's a teacher in you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that one little aspect that I wanted, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. And you're doing it. Well, thank yeah. you. I'm so, so glad to meet you via podcast, but hopefully yeah. someday we can meet in person, but thank you so much for sharing your journey so far. And I always tell a lot of guests, I'm like, I just feel like, you know, in like two years, it'll be interesting to see what's been changing and what's been happening in your life. So maybe we'll have to do another yeah. quickie one to get a catch up on that. Yeah. You know, it's actually probably not a bad idea to do a couple catch up things. Just as things change so much in life, but we also do. in nutrition and science and yes. putting, you know, everything out there. So it's always good to get a refresher, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you yeah. so much and have a great evening. And I can't wait to keep following you and seeing all the great things you're doing. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. It brings me joy to get to know more about people behind the name. And Brie has such a great approach to working with people on nutrition. I think that's great that she put that into her practice as well as all her social media. And it truly does work in all aspects of your life. Try to do things one step at a time or one bit of a time. She does have some great ideas for green smoothies on her Instagram as well. So make sure you go follow and like her at a bit of nutrition. My website, AnnaElizabethArty.com, is where you can read my latest Embrace the Hell Yeah blog post, as well as all my previous podcasts, show notes, and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with these great nutrition experts. My book is also available for purchase on my website, and I hope we can connect more on social media by finding me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at AnnaElizabethRD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.